Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. And we also have Mary in the house. We have Melissa, who's getting us live on Facebook Live. We also have Mark McNamara, who's joining us tonight. Hello, honey. Hello. And we have Ryan. Uh, You can't see him, but Mary, can you get Ryan doing his dance? He loves our music. So, (laughs) Ryan, we have him on Insta, so if you're a friend of Mary Baker's uh, on Instagram, you can see us uh, (laughs) being silly. This is the fun thing about doing our show. We're silly for the first few minutes of the show. Uh, Tonight, we have a great show and a great topic. Um, What usually comes up is, um, you know, people will ask us questions about what does that mean? You did a CMA, what is that? Or what's the difference between an assessment and an appraisal? And all these different fun little real estate terms. Real estate terms that we have. Um, so tonight, where if you don't know the difference between this and that or uh, deciphering, uh, we're going to be deciphering all of the real estate acronyms as well. So uh, there was a bunch. When I was doing this, this was actually There's quite easy. There's probably some that are going to surprise me even. Yeah, you Don't think? stump me on, on air. Well, I put the answers next to them. So, <laughs> so I'm going to give read. a few. So I was thinking of that with you, Ryan, you know. Oh, I, yeah. I was almost did a different sheet for Ryan, so you didn't have the answers. Oh, <laughs> oh I was going to say, I, I got to quiz you. <laughs> but oh, I mean, yeah. I guess I guess you guys, you you three should know at least. Yeah. Well, so. you we might have, have some. An idea. You might have some four? questions for us. Like you might say, "What does that one like?" You know, I heard this before. What does it mean? So. Oh, I definitely have some questions. And oh, you do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, we're, perfect. Yeah. I'll uh, hold off. Oh, right. Oh, right. I'm willing so. to learn, Shaq. <laughs> I love that. He is a good. He's a good kid. Yeah. So. Isn't he? He's not a kid. He's a man. He I'm, is. A, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. Can I ask how old you are? Can I do that on the air? Yeah, I'm 27. You're 27? Okay. Can I just talk about something right now? On, can I talk about American Idol? I, oh. I know that has I mean, nothing to do I with anything. I think can. I watch. 
You watch? You watch? Okay, like, so the pastor's son, mm. he's 26 years old. Yeah. I want to adopt him. Is that normal? I want to adopt him, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give him a big old hug I and do just too. invite him into my home and cook him dinner. I know. What's yeah. his name? What's his name? He's no our idea. favorite. Is his name Ben? It, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. If it was Ben, then I would break out into that Michael Jackson song about, you know, Ben is about the rat. Did you know that song? No. You'll have to look that up. There's your contest right there. What's uh, his name? What's his name? Yeah. Right. Can we have a contest? Any listeners listening, you are listening to WATD. This has nothing to do with real estate. We just happen to love the pastor's son on American Idol. And I want to adopt him because here's how I feel. Maybe his parents don't deserve him. But he still loves his parents. He Did does you watch so much. it? Oh, yes, of course. And he dedicated that so landslide to them. Yes, I know. Well, anyways, his parents are not very open about his sexuality, I guess. And um, so they've sort of um, distanced themselves from their son. And he's so kind and so, like, such a genuine heart. I looked at Mark last night and I was like, he's 26. Is it weird if we adopt him? Like, is it too late? I'm 29 and you adopted me. <laughs> so, probably not. <laughs> I know. And then we adopted another. And then we adopted another. And then there's poor Casey and Mackenzie who were like, hey, we're the real deal. Remember one time Mackenzie said that. There's five females and a female dog. Yeah. You're I surrounded know. by women. I'm yeah. trying to get you a pseudo son-in-law. Yeah. I'm, I'm working on it. Yes. I think actually... Um, um, he will be calling in tonight as our agent spotlight, by the way. So uh, we'll have Sam Horton calling in uh, tonight. But just so you know, um, just we're on until 730 still. Um, until further notice, we are lucky enough to have this extra time, which has really slowed down our show a little bit and has been able to uh, um, able has afforded us to give more value, I think. Do you? Yeah. And elaborate on topics a little bit uh, more and go further in depth. Yeah. I've gotten some really positive feedback from my Nana. Oh, what does Nana say? <laughs> just loves the new the new time <laughs> slot. She thinks that it's great. We're not rushing. We're really getting through the topic. We're spending <laughs> enough time on everything. She's loving it. Oh, good. So shout out to Nana. Yay. Shout, shout out, out to Nana. Nana. <laughs> Yay. Um, with our clean apartment. With our clean apartment. <laughs> exactly, right? Um, and even tonight, I was early with Ryan, and we went over some of the formatting of the show. So um, just to discuss what our lineup is tonight, um, as always, uh, we appreciate you listening for your ride home, and we want to make sure that you get home safely and on time, hopefully. So uh, Lisa DeMilo from the WATD Traffic Center will be joining us, and she is just a love. Uh, so, you know, she really has a, a way about um, getting bad news to people, like with her really kind voice. With a smile. <laughs> with a smile. You, on, with a smile you know, through the radio. I wonder if she practices that. You know how you practice in a mirror? So like when you have to give someone bad news, like if you smile, like it makes it better. That's Lisa DeMilo in a nutshell. Even when the traffic is terrible, she <laughs> she says it so nicely. I'm like, well, all right, well, Lisa, I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> turkey. Well, cue that positivity. <laughs> I know. And then Mary calls her a turkey, but whatever. Mary, so, I meant it in a really nice I way. Know, I know. I, I think mean, she what's everybody's... You favorite Thanksgiving food, Lisa. It's turkey. <laughs> you know, Mary, there's just no way around this. You just love to call me a turkey. <laughs> well, and I'm you know what? I, you down. know, it's very hard to, Sharon, to uh, to deliver such tragic news. Um, yeah. 
it's just there's just no good way of doing it and it, and it really just makes my job very difficult and anybody that does this job it's it's one of the downsides of the job you hate to see anybody get hurt yes. or or worse you know but you do such a nice job of getting people home you know safely and that's the biggest part of everything right so um, we really yes. appreciate you and your kind voice makes well, it thank a little you, bit Sharon, easier. and no thank you to Mary <laughs> sorry so how's it looking out there tonight well, Sharon, Route 3 northbound, still that serious crash investigation continues uh, before Route 14. Uh, at least one lane is getting by. Possibly a second one is about to open if it has not already. Southbound is still jammed for seven miles from before Route 139 down to the crash scene. 93 north stop and go from Route 24 into Braintree with a left lane crash at the split. The expressway southbound is barely moving from the tunnel to South Bay. You get some running room, but you're back in it from the gas tank to the split. Northbound's jammed approaching the tunnel. The Bourne Bridge and Sagamore Bridge are both good and routes 24 and 44 are moving along. This report is sponsored by Unbound.org. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world and it will change your own. Unbound.org. Traffic on the nines every morning on Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. Talk real estate continues on WATD. Now, let's connect with this week's Boston Connect Real Estate's Weekly Agent Spotlight. 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 So this week we have Sam Horton in the house for our Real Estate Spotlight. Sam is a full-time agent at Boston Connect Real Estate. Sam, are you there? I am here. Hi. <laughs> well, you're on the phone. <laughs> Hello, yeah. Samuel. Yes. Well, Mary, do you want to tell everybody else who Sam is? Um, Sam happens to be my very understanding boyfriend. <laughs> oh, I like the word choice. <laughs> my very patient and understanding boyfriend. That's awesome. So tonight, Sam, you are our agent spotlight, and I think Mary's a little nervous about interviewing you, so I'm going to ask you, uh, why don't you tell our listeners, I think, is this your first time calling in, Samuelson? Uh, second time, first time was with Mary, I think actually when we were going to a Red Sox game. Oh, yes. Yeah, last year. Yes, I do remember that. Um, so this is all about you right now. So let's forget about Mary Baker for a minute <laughs> or two. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about you and how long you've been in the business and how things are and if you have anything new coming on? Sure. I've been licensed since two th October 2014. Um, so going on over four years. Uh, prior to that, I actually worked in uh, real estate valuations where I helped uh, lenders figure out what their foreclosure value was worth. So all in, I'm uh, about six plus years in real estate. Um, outside of that, um, I have a few new listings that should be coming along, but I don't want to speak about them yet just because uh, nothing is set in stone. Um, outside of that, uh, 527 Madison in Pembroke. Uh, it's an awesome property. It's been on the market for a little while. It's looking for someone with a creative mind to kind of make it their own. Um, it sits on 8.9 acres and Indian Head Pond as well, so it has water frontage. Um, currently, it has uh, kind of like an in-law setup um, and a three-bedroom main house and then a two-car garage that's detached. Uh, so if anyone out there listening is interested in a big piece of land, Please feel free to give me a call. And some really awesome neighbors, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Fantastic neighbors. Yes. Well, they, they are only <laughs> saying that because it's them, by the way. Yeah. So just so we, no one thinks that we're discriminating here or well, trying to like lead anybody. I think anybody. we're pretty fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. So um, that's great. So with that, you're not doing any open houses over there, though, really, right? Because isn't that a difficult property to sort of have an open house mm-hmm. at? Yeah, it's a it's a big, I mean, it's a big piece of land in general, and then the house itself is pretty large. It's over three thousand square feet. Um, we might start having open houses uh, as it's getting warmer out. Um, oh, that would be. But nice. as of right now, the sellers the sellers are still kind of of the mindset they'd prefer accompanied showings and uh, to bring either your real estate agent or call me directly. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, Sam, um, uh, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, because I know you work as a buyer's agent and as a seller's agent, obviously, um, and what areas do you service? Um, you go all over, right? Um, so I've sold everywhere from just just a little bit north of Boston up to Wakefield and all the way down to the Cape, uh, Yarmouth, Dennis area. Yeah. Um, but I would say my bread and butter is the South Shore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I grew up, and that's where I know the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you did a good job. I remember you had one in East Bridge, um, East Boston at that time. Mm-hmm. Remember, that was sort of a difficult one. Wasn't there, like, an Appraisal elevator or something? What oh, was yeah, there? Yeah, there was something yeah, that's weird. so funny that you said that. Good memory. <laughs> yeah, there was a weird, funky thing that happened with that one, but you handled it like yeah. a pro. What was that? That was, um, it was just an interesting scenario where nothing bad happened until the final day, the closing day, <laughs> and this gentleman was outside saying, oh, the town's going to come back and take this elevator, a.k.a. indicating that it was actually the town's property and not the owner's property, and that kind of set my buyer off to go, well, I was under the impression this was included with the sale. Not that he needed an elevator, but um, it was just an exterior elevator for uh, you know, a handicapped individual that needed to get up to that level, um, and uh, I threw brad mahoney's office we were able to kind of make it work um i forget the exact uh contract we used but it was basically saying hey if the town comes to take this we're going to um take hold back a certain amount of money from you for that difference in the elevator cost this never came that guy was just a random person so just goes to show you don't listen to everyone that is talking to you on the street <laughs> some people are just trying to scare you at the closing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah. the day of closing, right? I, I mean, know. seriously. Correct. You're Correct. never like safe. You're never safe we're... until you got the keys. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, not even an hour before we're supposed to sign all the paperwork. So. Yeah. Yeah, you've had actually a couple sort of weird, quirky things, actually. <laughs> he really has. Yeah. He just has stories for days, honestly. <laughs> well, I think we're going to write a book. I don't know if all of them are radio, radio appropriate, but yeah. <laughs> Probably not. We can PG-13 it. Don't yeah, we? absolutely. Yeah. Well, Sam, if anybody wanted to get um, an analysis done on their home, so you could list it for them or if anybody wanted a one-on-one consultation uh, to talk to as being their buyer's agent. I know I saw you in the office today. Were you doing a buyer presentation or were you doing a uh, seller presentation? I was doing a seller presentation. I was doing a comparative market analysis for someone in Hanover. Oh. Or a CMA, CMA. Which we'll talk about. Or, yeah. or a CMA if we're talking acronyms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, are you, if you're home and if you're bored, if you want to like come up here and like hang out with us, you're welcome to do so. But we're no, here no for pressure. We're here until 730 now. So <laughs> Samuelson, how can people get in touch with you if they want to work with Sam Horton, full-time real estate agent at Boston Connect Real Estate? Sure. Uh, they can call or text uh, at 781-789-8366 
or they can email me at Sam, S-A-M, period, Horton, H-O-R-T-O-N, at bostonconnect.com. How many, many way, how many ways are there to spell Sam that you had to do S-A-M? <laughs> I'm just uh, curious. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Sam, two, S-A-M. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I well, spell out Mary know. sometimes. <laughs> there could be someone out there with two M's with their, yeah. you know, Sam. Could be, but chances know. are pretty slim. So anyways, I love teasing yeah. you. And um, <laughs> well, thank you for calling in tonight. I really appreciate it. And uh, good luck again with that uh, property over on Mattakesa Street. It is a very interesting uh, property. So uh, good luck with that. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yes, you're welcome. Anytime. Have a great night. See you at home. <laughs> Bye. Bye, honey. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Sam Horton. I uh, lovingly call him Samuel Son because he is he's a doll and um, he is Mary's uh, significant other. And <clears throat> they just purchased a house together, which is great. Lots so. of exciting things going on. <clears throat> yeah. So anyways, I'm sorry, guys. I have that tickle in my throat again, um, and I'm not sure exactly why it um, keeps on going there. So, anywho, tonight's topic, what do you think of the topic tonight? I love this topic. My favorite subject in in, um, grammar school was vocabulary. We had these white (laughs) vocab books. I'm dead serious. I love vocabulary. I really do. You guys make fun of me for using big words all the time. Oh, I got a big laugh from Marcus. <laughs> all right. I'm the butt of everybody's joke right now. You did something today and you said, oh, no, where was it? It was somewhere. And Melissa's like, oh, was everybody ignoring you, Mary? <laughs> it was here. It was just here, here 10, like 10 minutes, minutes ago, ago. Before we went on air. Grace's face. I know. Oh, we have Gracie joining us. I know. So tonight we're going to be talking about the difference between this and that when it comes to real estate terms. And we're also going to be deciphering all the real estate acronyms that we use all the time. And it's interesting too, because um, there have been times when I've done the real estate show. um, I've been the real estate expert um, on Michael McNamara's show, um, McNamara uh, Financial from McNamara on Money on Saturdays here at WETD. And I remember sometimes just saying like CMA or whatever, about pity or whatever. And he'd be like, you need to like explain what those words actually mean. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we're going to do tonight. I have all the answers on our agenda tonight. So you guys, I can't test you, but I do have the real estate book here uh, for the exam. So I might pull a couple out (laughs) while you guys are talking about it. So first one we're going to discuss is, um, so, hmm. Well, let me, this one doesn't have an answer. So, Ryan, do you mind or do you have to go somewhere? Okay. So, Ryan, Ryan, hey, you're all about us right now. So, oh, yeah. I, I totally am. I just heard someone in the hallway. Yes. That's yes. That's okay. Yeah, Somebody's okay. out there. Okay. Um, that's okay. So, do you know the difference between an assessment and an appraisal? Um, I would say, no, I don't, I don't necessarily know anything about an assessment or an appraisal. I think the difference might be off the top of my head is that the assessment is is a step before the appraisal. Okay, that's a guess. That's a guess. Okay. And, 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 and by the way, you responded that's wrong. So I would love, <laughs> I would, I would, I would love for you to educate me. <laughs> All right. Do one of you guys want to take, take this on? Mary, uh, Melissa, um, either one of you? Um, I can take it. Let me take All right, it. go ahead. Let me take it. Sure. Tell me, Mary. Um, so, Ryan, yes, an assessment okay. is done by the town. So, oh. the town comes out, um, and not they can come out however many times a year, usually when you're doing um, 
you know, new work to your house. They want to come out and reevaluate your house and, and do an assessment on it. That's what you get taxed on. So as a homeowner uh, in okay. your town, you get taxed on your assessment. Gotcha. Um, an appraisal is done by the bank when a buyer is purchasing. Oh, okay. So when... Um, Ryan, you're buying a $200,000 condo, whatever it is. The mm -hmm. bank is lending you, you know, $195,000. They want to come out and make sure that that $195,000 isn't for a <clears throat> hole in the ground. I gotcha. That it actually exists, that the, that the house there um, is of value based off everything that's around it. Okay, so they're, they're both a, not really the same thing, but it's two different entities looking at your property. Mm-hmm essentially just getting information for their own purposes. Yeah, and giving yep. in putting a value on your property. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Thank yep. you, Mary. You're welcome. Mary, I learned can something. you actually talk about um, how far back both of these people look? Yeah. Um, actually, that's a, that's a good one, Melissa. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> <laughs> assessment. So a town assessor typically is looking at the past two years of recent sales that compare to your property. Um, and they're doing a two back, two, a two year, year look, look back. back. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, what your house assessment is right now. So it's two year prior information. Um, mm -hmm. And then an appraiser is looking at only the past six months of sold properties and only comparing you to like properties. So if you have a ranch, they're comparing you to a ranch. If you have mm -hmm. a colonial, they're comparing you to a colonial. Mm -hmm. So and they try and stay very much concise to what your property is mm -hmm. to give you that value. Yep. Um, I don't know what the <coughs> formula for an assessor would be in the same <coughs> regard, but well, with an probably assessor, very similar. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I interrupt you? Because oh, they look back six months, right? The appraisers generally. The appraisers do, yep. And they usually do a one-mile radius. Yes. Did you say that? No, I didn't. Not okay. the one mile anyway. Okay, yeah. Um, and when they're doing an assessment, they're looking at sold properties mm -hmm. only. So I don't know. You might have said that too, Mary. I'm sorry. I'm like so caught up on Facebook right now. We're Facebook Live. We're talking Hello, to people out there. Yes. So if you are, um, you know, not if you're driving, but if you are like listening to us in your driveway right now because you just made it home. But if you want to watch us on Facebook Live, you can uh, friend me and you can watch us, Sharon Costa McNamara. And we put it on all of our pages. We yeah. did. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am actually the founder of um, all the Connect pages that you see on Facebook. I, I actually. Don't think a lot of people know that, but I think it's really yeah, cool. I started those before I even opened up Boston Connect Real Estate. So Marshfield Connect, uh, Pembroke Connect, uh, we have Hanover Connect. We have Situate, uh, Norwell, Hingham. We have all kinds of Connect pages. Uh, Dorchester Connect. Hmm? Weymouth. Weymouth Connect. So <clears throat> all of those Connect pages, I actually was the founder of that. I actually taught classes on how to create community pages. So you can go on there because we shared the link to um, our show here tonight at WATD. If you can't listen live inside your um, house, you can always watch us on Facebook Live. Okay. So, okay. So that was a good one. Any other questions about that? Anybody? Bri, you good on that? You know, not for now, but um, <laughs> if I have questions, I know where to find you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And the assessment basically is what you're taxed on. So mm -hmm. that's what, mm -hmm. you know, that's where you get that number from. So, and a lot of times I remember there was a time when we did CMAs up oh, and um, we'll tell anybody about that one once because that's one of our <laughs> acronyms tonight. Um, you could almost see, I could look at an assessment and say, okay, if this is the assessment, this is, you know, what add $100,000 to it, this is what the, yeah, the market value is going to be. Or there was a time when everything was very, very nothing moving. This, you know, this is your assessment. This is probably going to be your 
market value or under. So mm-hmm. I changed um, my mind. I have a question. Okay. okay. So, um, <laughs> so with the um, assessments and appraisals, do they physically come to your property? Um, to do those, and they they will physically look around. So mm-hmm. there, it's so yeah. it's kind of it's an appointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. They won't just kind of show up and, and go assessors, out. Assessor's office will show up at your house and okay. they'll knock on your door. And if you're home, you know, people, you know, will let them in. I know a lot of here, I hear a lot of times that people are like, oh, yeah, they left me a note and like I'm not letting them in because I don't want them to see everything that I've done to my house. And I was like, that's great in theory. However, I was told that if you don't let them in, they're going to assume you have the best of the best. Yeah, so, so that you're up to date, essentially, yeah. with the, what the times yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. And you should be looking at your tax bill because, you know, they may have you as a four-bedroom and you're actually a three-bedroom and they could oh, have yeah. you, you know what I mean, the different things in there, like extra square footage. Actually, I did an analysis for somebody recently and there was um, more square footage than what they actually have. So, um, yeah, you definitely want to check that out. So, okay, good. Now we're moving on, people. Moving on. Okay, so what are some of the other ones? Okay, so... So, so we have CTG versus UAG. Yeah. Do you guys know that? I can. Th- those show up in Zillow. So do we want to get into MLS yeah. terms? Well, we're going to do the MLS terms down below okay, too. Okay, we can do that later. Do you want to, why don't we do the first one? I actually skipped That's over the first one. Real estate versus real I'll let you take that, Sharon. A real estate What's agent a- versus a real tour versus Brocore. <laughs> yes. So what are um, the differences between a real estate agent, mm-hmm. a real tour, and a um, so real estate agent, mm-hmm. salesperson, yeah, broker, yep, realtor, yep. salesperson, broker, mm-hmm. right, yeah, and broker, broker, associate broker, associate broker, yeah. There really is no thing for associate broker. It's only if you have a broker who is working at a real estate office and they're not the broker on record. There, they then become automatically an associate broker. So. So a real estate agent is a person who decides to get their real estate license. So they will, um, they'll take the test, they'll take the class, which is 40 hours. The best of the best, by the way, is uh, Mass Academy of Real Estate mm-hmm. down in Braintree on Forbes Road. That is with, um, is he on Woods Road? Wood Woods, Road. Wood, 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 Wood. It's like Wood or Woods. Wood Road now Bow. in Braintree. Yeah. yeah. Right near Bernie and Phil's. Bernie and Phil's. Yeah, right next door. <laughs> uh, Charlie Burke. He's a great guy. He's a Dorchester Southie guy. So um, if you're thinking about getting your real estate license and you want to talk to us more about that, you can certainly call in or you can call us separately. The phone number here, by the way, is 781-837-4900. We have Rye manning the phones tonight. So any questions you have about real estate, it doesn't have to be necessarily about this. We had a couple good callers last week, actually. Yeah, we did. Jim, I learned a lot about light bulbs. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, we have to get in mm-hmm. contact with him. Yes. So we can um, go in there and learn all about lights. Yeah. Learn about lights and batteries. And batteries. And all that fun stuff. So <laughs> with the real estate agent, okay, so you take a 40-hour class and then you sign up and you take the test. Mm-hmm. So you take that through the state of Massachusetts. And once you pass that test, you are a real estate agent, okay? A realtor is really like a designation. Yep. It's almost like it's you can't say... Hi, my name is Sharon, and I am a realtor because it's really not a noun. It's more of an adjective. So it's, hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, comma, realtor, because I can give my, that's the designation I have. So realtor is part of the National Association of Realtors. Mm -hmm. So we have to be part of a national board a local board and a state board. So we have Massachusetts Association of Realtors and then our local board is uh, South Shore Realtors. So 
every office, if, okay, um, this is, it gets a little weird because you have to yeah. take an ethics class, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, why is it important <clears throat> to be a realtor and be part of those boards? Yeah. So you have to take an ethics class and every realtor has to abide by and adhere to the code of ethics, mm-hmm. which is the code of ethics towards people and it's the code of ethics towards consumers, mm-hmm. right? So we have our state guidelines that we have to follow, you know, the legalities of being a real estate agent. But then as a realtor, we have code of ethics. So we have another set and um, underneath it all is land. Isn't that how it starts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, not every office is a realtor office. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to abide by any of those code of ethics or any of those things. They d- certainly have state regulations and laws that they have to abide by, but um, we just have an extra level. What's really nice is we also have access to so much, yeah, you know, so from a resource many resources. Yeah. yeah. And le- legal, like the legal hotline. If mm-hmm. anything should come up, I'm able to contact the legal hotline. It's for brokers only. Um, so it's really, it has a lot in there, a lot of um, good when you're talking about resources, but there's a lot of um, classes that you can take, additional classes, a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, other designations, like I have a GRI, which is a graduate of Real Estate Institute. So when I first got my license, I, Mark and I, when we first got engaged, by the way, we gave a builder $13,000 and it was in Pembroke. And he decided to leave and take our money. So we had, um, we, was it two months? Oh, our money? Hey, Mark's looking at me. I mean, Mark's money. <clears throat> <laughs> it was our money. <laughs> it was our money, yeah. It wasn't yet. We weren't married yet. So it was $13,000 and I was just, we were devastated. We were paying for our own wedding and we, the wedding was in like two months and it was craziness. But anyways, when I became a real estate agent and a realtor, I was always very nervous about being the person that would help, like, I don't want anyone to lose any money. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So Graduate Real Estate Institute is um, GRI. And it's just um, 11% of real estate agents or realtors in the um, state of Massachusetts have that designation. So it's just a bunch of extra classes to further protect your clients. Broker is then somebody who has been selling real estate for full time for two years consecutively, Mm -hmm. right? I think three. Oh, did they change it to three? three. Yeah. They changed it to three, three years consecutively. And they have to take another 40 hour class. And then they have to take another test. That's a little more difficult. And then they become a broker. And then anybody at Boston Connect Real Estate. So you're the broker of broker owner and founder of Boston Connect Real Estate. So any other agent. We have a lot of brokers in our office. Yeah, we do. We really do. I mean, we have a very, I'm not saying anything disparaging about any other company. We're very lucky in the South Shore that we have a lot of great agents. I'm just saying for a small boutique firm, Mm -hmm. we have several broker associates, associate brokers. So like Sue Bollinger, Laurie Reaney, mm-hmm. um, Trish, Flynn. Trish Flynn is. Um, I know there's a couple agents that are going for mm-hmm. theirs, yeah. right? They <clears throat> just took their classes. Yep, they just took their class. I'll mention their name, Sam Horton and <laughs> um, Matt you Mahoney. Hold you accountable. <laughs> Matt Mahoney. Yeah. Well, the reason why I say it is, is because you don't have to. 
Yeah. You know, you don't have to have that. That's just them wanting to get the extra education and mm-hmm. to be on track to be the best that they can yeah. for their clients. So Mary will be soon. Yeah, I, I will be going. <laughs> Mary will, will be, be going, going soon. <laughs> and then Melissa will be going soon too. And then Mark will be going soon too. So, so that's the difference uh, between all of those. Okay. Well, I think it's important for buyers to, and not that real estate agents don't have a code of ethics or have a moral compass, yep. but I think it's important to understand the difference between the two, because mm-hmm. I know when someone says, oh, you're a real estate agent, I go, no, I'm a realtor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been asked yes. like, what your designation is? No, never. Uh, I have really been asked either. if I'm a real estate agent or if I'm a realtor. Well, probably because a lot of people know that you are the broker, the broker of yeah. the company. Well, and that's the other thing too. So like Boston Connect Real Estate, I am a realtor. So everybody in our office has to be a realtor. Now, some agents who just get into this business and you know what? I I feel bad for the people who get into this who just think, oh yeah, I'm going to get my license. It's easy. It's inexpensive to get your license. And then to like start your own business is pretty relatively inexpensive. In the grand scheme of starting businesses, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people think that they're just going to like make make it like right out the gate and it just doesn't work that way. And as soon as I tell people, all right, well, we're a realtor office, so you have to pay all these dues, which is, you know, every year we have to pay, what, almost $600 for our realtor dues. Mm-hmm. You know, people just don't want to do that. So they yeah. go to offices that are not realtor offices. So... If the broker is not a realtor, then the whole office is not a realtor and they can just be a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got it? Got, Got it. it. All right. Mm-hmm. 781-837-4900. If you have any questions for us, please give us a ring-a-ling. A ring-a-ling. All right. What's another one? Look on the list. Buyer's <clears throat> agent versus seller's agent. Oh, good. This, this is all you. This is a good one. Actually, Melissa, you can take this one. Well, um... On our team, primarily, Mary works as our buyer's agent. <laughs> or no, we're doing buyers and sellers agents. So if you, mm-hmm. so the listing agent. So um, Sharon is primarily um, a very, very strong listing agent. So she sort of takes the reins with our listings. Mary's Mary works primarily with our buyers, of course, helps with the listings as well. But um, so a buyer's agent is an agent who is representing somebody who is going to be purchasing a home. Um, And then the seller's agent is representing somebody who is selling their home. So sort of Mm -hmm. Um, Mm self-explanatory, but also, well, we can get into like dual agency and all that stuff, but um, we'll just keep it with the separates for right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like they're pretty self-explanatory. So yeah, so as realtors, uh, real estate agents, um, when I'm working as a seller's agent, that means I work for the seller and my fiduciary responsibility is to my seller. So anything mm-hmm. that my seller tells me that's personal, confidential, or financial always has to stay with me. Mary works, if Mary's working as a buyer's agent, anything her buyer tells her that's personal, confidential, or financial always stays with her. So when Mary's working as a buyer's agent and she sees a house on 123 Main Street, she's putting in an offer for her client, even if she knows the other real estate agent, which we all know each other yep, in the yeah. area. I mean, it was funny, like one agent locally Cody Rowland, who's a doll. Um, I worked with her when I worked um, at another company up the street, and she we bumped. She showed our listing, and then I bumped into her at Mother Anna's picking up food that mm-hmm. night. And yeah. she's like, "Oh, I just left." I was like, "Oh, well, you want to give me some feedback?" So we all know each other, so yeah. we play really nicely in the sand for yep. the most part. Most of us do, um, but um, so when you if you were doing something with Cody even though we know Cody if she put an offer in on our listing yeah. 
I couldn't tell her anything about my client and she can't tell me anything about hers, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so we act like mediators with each other, don't, yeah. don't you kind of think? A, yeah. a buyer's agent and a listing agent when you're when yes. you're negotiating back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people ask, what is your seller's motivation for selling? Yeah. And mm-hmm. we don't like to answer that question because it might be, it, it's definitely personal, confidential, financial, yeah. and probably. And it could be financial, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're not going to disclose, you know, <coughs> that you, you know. I usually have the same anything. the same qu- um, <laughs> answer to me. Yeah. Is, <laughs> oh, that's a different one that you're laughing about. Yeah, I know. It's just. I already know what she's laughing about. That's how well we know each other. But um, I always say to people, oh, they're just relocating. Yeah. And, and people assume that they're, they maybe they think they're relocating to another state, but they could be, they are, they're relocating. Yeah. Whether they're getting divorced and going to Duh, an apartment. Their house is for sale. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> people are no longer staying here. They're, they're no longer going to be located <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, um, they're no longer laying their head in this yard. <laughs> okay. So um, that's all you need to know. But something just to touch on the buyer's agent and seller's agent. So when, obviously we work as a team. So when we're listing a home, um, you know, all three of us, we do open houses at, mm-hmm. at our listings. Um, mm-hmm. But if Mary is working, um, or even Sharon recently, because with um, one of our listings, we mm-hmm. have... Um, I'm a dual agent. Dual yep. agency. But, um, you know, if Mary is hosting an open house and somebody comes in and they're not, you know, represented by an agent, Mary will then move over to being a buyer's agent and um and so now the seller has primary contact with Sharon mm-hmm. the buyer has primary contact with Mary so yep. it's very separate so we are keeping mm-hmm. that whole personal confidential and all that yeah, stuff some people don't like dual agency this is a question that I'd like to ask if you're listening right now how you feel about it what what do you like my brother about? just texted me and said your laugh is annoying <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ethan. Thanks, Ethan. Yeah. Thanks, Ethan. Thanks for listening, though. Guess what? Guess who's not getting a graduation present this year? <laughs> 781-837-4900. I'm curious to see if any of our listeners will call in. Tell us what too, your actually. thoughts are about dual agency because... Some people don't like it at all. Some agents, 100%, do not like dual agency. Yep. Um, for for me, I don't have a problem with it because I just feel like if you're going into it and you're honest and you have integrity, there shouldn't be a problem. There's definitely no line, so long as everybody knows what's going on. So I have a listing right now, and um, we put it on the market, and I remember they came through the internet, so because all of our you know prospects come mm-hmm. to us directly, you were tied up for some reason. So you asked me, oh, I think that you were doing an open house in Sharon. Yes. So you asked me if I would show the property to some people who wanted to see it. And I said, sure, of course. So I went and I showed the property and they wanted to put in an offer. So I gave them the option at that point. You know, you've never met Mary. Um, if you would like to put in an offer with Mary, you can. I said, you can also put in an offer with Melissa mm-hmm. if you want, because Melissa hadn't been over there really yeah. and talked to the seller. I said, or we have several brokers, associate brokers in our office that we could have somebody write up the offer for you. I said, um, they're like, no, we're fine with it. <clears throat> so we ultimately ended up writing up the offer. And when we were at the house, they had a couple questions and I was like, I don't know, never lived here, right? Like, I just don't know. So I said, let me give her a buzz. So I called her and I said, hey, um, you know, I'm here, you know, with some people who are interested in the property. Do you mind answering a couple questions? And she's like, no, of course. And I said, can I put you on speakerphone so they can hear you directly? There's nothing to hide. I I don't have anything to hide. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously I can't tell you anything personal, confidential or financial. And um, she's like, oh, I'm right across the street. Why don't I just 
pop on over. And I said, all right, great. And I let the buyer and the seller like sit in the same room. And some agents are like, oh my goodness, don't let them talk to each other. Why? Like the question's going to come up. Like if you're going to ask me, I'm going to ask them and whatever they answer, I'm going to tell them. So (laughs) I'm literally going to repeat it verbatim. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you just get me out of the picture and you guys can chat? And it worked out really great. Yeah. When it does come to that, um, you know, when we're doing the negotiating, it's just like, this is what they offered. This is this is what she counter offered, you know. So, um, and it all worked out perfectly fine. You just have to let everybody know what's going on. So I think just to touch upon <coughs> that a little bit um, more too, the way that I remember learning about dual agency and the way that Sharon um, described it to me, it made perfect sense to me at that time, um, and it does now. And it's kind of the rule that we live by. If a seller's agent and a buyer's agent work for two separate companies. If we're talking about seller's agents representing that seller specifically, they can't tell that buyer's agent anything personal, financial, confidential about um, mm-hmm. the sellers and vice versa. So you act as a mediator through that process on behalf of your clients anyway. Anyways. So <coughs> now you're just, as a dual agent, you're doing the same exact yeah. thing. You're mm-hmm. You're keeping you're acting as a mediator between two different parties rather than four that's really the that's really yeah. the only difference in yep. my opinion yeah um, and i think too it's it's interesting because i mean it's really important agency is very important in absolutely. the state of massachusetts we have an agency disclosure anytime we meet with anybody and discuss real estate right from that initial meeting we have to give them an agency disclosure. It is not a contract. And when Melissa sends me out on my CMAs, she always highlights that, Mm -hmm. you know, that this is not a contract, but it is our duty and our responsibility legally to give this to buyers and sellers. So sometimes I walk in and do a CMA and I might be the fourth agent in the door and I'll be like, oh, I'm sure you're familiar with this form. Nope, never saw it. Yeah. Seven. I walked in once and there were seven. Seven. I was the seventh agent. That in. is a shame. And we got it. And we, yeah. we go, yeah, we did. Yeah. And well, <laughs> they happened went. to be lawyers. <laughs> yeah. They were lawyers, right? <laughs> so, I mean, wh- yeah. I mean, that's the first thing you're supposed to do. Yeah. If you don't do it and if you don't understand it, then you should be talking to your broker about learning it or and to go, feel comfortable. Yeah. Or take a class. Go see it. Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Or. If join Boston Connect and get some really good training and we'll show you how to do it, right? Yep. So with that agency disclosure, it, and you don't even have to sign it as a seller or a buyer. Mm-hmm. We just have to present it. I don't yep. care if they sign it, but I just have to present it. So, mm-hmm. um, but I know it's funny to me as the broker, some of the things that I do see when I am out there showing properties, because again, I know how to still do it, Mary. <laughs> I know you do. Mary's like, are you sure you're all set? Do you know what you're doing? Do you know how to use a lockbox? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be good. So when... A lock, a in all fairness, lockboxes can be very tricky. <laughs> they yeah. can. They can get stuck pretty easily. Yes, they can. Well, we were putting... I um, had to melt one the other day. Oh. It was frozen. Okay, let's sidetrack for a second, right? Because Ryan left the room over there. Oh, he's back. I was going to say, <laughs> I was like, I can, I can go off sidetracking here a little bit. We, when we were showing Casey some apartments, Casey and Tori, we're showing an apartment in Boston and can't get the lockbox open, can't get the lockbox open. I was like, all right, well, I have some hot tea in the, um, whatchamacallit, in the car, right? Mm-hmm. So we're putting hot tea on this lockbox. It's freezing cold out. Yeah. Can't get it unlocked. I turned to the right and I was like, 
think we used in the wrong lockbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the city where there's like a five. Yeah, there was yeah. five different lockboxes. That I was, was like, I most... feel bad for that guy because that one's frozen now because <laughs> it has green tea in it. Green tea and honey. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, you, you taught me that trick and now I abide, like I follow it faithfully. Yeah. I have a cup of hot water when I show houses in the yeah. winter. You have to. Because I'm not getting stuck. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. it's quite it, annoying. One and, of the things I also do um, when I leave the house and no one in the city must do this because people were very surprised when I leave as an agent I will um, you know show that the door is locked I video it that um, like the door is secure and I put the I have video of me putting the key in the lockbox and that the lockbox is locked so and then I sent it remember mm-hmm. we, and mm-hmm. the, the agent was like wow that is great and I was like I do it for two reasons one so you feel comfortable knowing that your property is locked and two if somebody should come in after me and they leave the door open and somebody breaks in I want you to know it wasn't me (laughs) (laughs) or like for me I would get all the way home and be like I swear I closed that lockbox. <laughs> I would literally drive all the way back just because I'd be I'm mm. driving myself crazy. Yeah, you'd be up at two o'clock. Yeah, in the morning, I'd be like, like, oh, oh, like the God. time I thought I locked a cat in the um, <laughs> not the time Mark really locked a cat in the closet, <laughs> but yeah. like the time I thought kicked I locked cat. a cat in the closet. Yeah, kicked but you accidentally cat. said kicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said that Ryan Mark locked. Did I tell you the story? <laughs> no. Oh, so this is. A I good was making sure the cat was safe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you're a caring man, Mark. Well, when we're working with our clients, you know, what's the one thing that makes you most nervous? And she was really nervous about her cats. And I was like, okay, so I will be here to accompany every showing. And Mark was at the home inspection and didn't realize the closet doors were open for a purpose. And then she got home and she's like, the cat was locked in the closet. And I was like, mm, I felt so bad. But I, I drove right to her house. I was in Quincy doing a CMA. And I drove right to her house and I was in the driveway and I called her. And I was like, can I come in? She's like, sure. And I went in and she's like... Um, she's like, why are you here? And I was like, well, I came to tell you, you for you to be the first to know I'm filing for divorce on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I had to break the ice. All right. what are um, So we're good on that one, right? That we just talked about. Uh, we only have two minutes too until we get to the traffic. But, you know, Mary, why don't you tell the story about that whole, because of the one that we're laughing about when people ask me certain questions as a listing agent when they put in an offer? Oh, I certainly will. But there was actually some on, on um, buyer's agency and seller's agency. This is a question that I get a lot. And so I thought it'd be really interest, um, good to kind of clear it up. When So just because I say I'm, I work as a buyer's agent for the team, doesn't mean I can only help yeah. buyers yeah. buy houses. Just because Sharon primarily works with the, the listings and the sellers yeah. doesn't mean that she can't work with buyers. Because I get that question a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, are you just a buyer's agent? Well, for you guys, I'm just a buyer's agent right now. But if you had a property to sell, yeah. I could be a seller's agent as well. You can do both. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, that is not dual agency. Do you know that some people thought that dual agency was if I'm listing a house for a person and I'm helping them buy a house for that same person, that that was dual agency. I was like, nope. Yeah, dual agency is I'm listing a property, and a buyer wants me to represent them as a buyer's agent, and they want to buy my listing on that property. On that on very that, property, yeah. yeah, that makes me a dual agent. Yes. So, so um, we are coming to the top of the hour, which means that we're going to take a couple commercial breaks. We're going to listen to the news, and then we will be back.
South Shore's first choice for live team coverage of breaking news, emergency traffic, and severe weather. 95.9 WATD-FM Marshfield and 95.9 WATD.com. Jackie Quinn. President Trump says he's going to hold off on repealing the Obama-era health insurance program until after the 2020 election. So if we get back the House and on the assumption we keep the Senate and we keep the presidency, which I hope are two good assumptions, uh, we're going to have a phenomenal health care. He also spoke today about the option of closing the border with Mexico, but says as long as Mexican authorities detain would-be migrants, the border crisis could be contained. A woman carrying two Chinese passports and a device containing computer malware lied to Secret Service agents in Florida and briefly got into the president's Mar-a-Lago resort over the weekend. Federal prosecutors have filed charges against the woman, 32 years old. Agents say she was not on the membership list, but she was able to get in. Police in Los Angeles say a suspect wanted for the shooting death of rapper Nipsey Hussle has been captured. Police Chief Michael Moore says the suspect had argued with the victim and then returned to Nipsey Hussle's store. Came back armed with a handgun and purposely and repeatedly fired, striking and killing Nipsey Hussle. Authorities say that a fire has been contained at a chemical plant near Houston. Authorities have lifted a shelter-in-place order for residents within a one-mile radius. Pope Francis says that women have legitimate claims to seek more equality in the Catholic Church. But he stopped short of endorsing recent calls from bishops to give women leadership roles. Researchers are warning that a mysterious paralyzing illness that struck dozens of children last year will likely return. They say they are working hard to try to figure out what causes the disease. This is AP Radio News. People often wonder what they need to do in order to prepare their home to sell. Hi, I'm Mary Baker, full-time realtor and team member with Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Our team always advises our clients to remember the phrase, love at first sight. In the real estate world, that means curb appeal. Call our team for a one-on-one consultation and top tips on how to prepare your home to sell. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner and full-time realtor from Boston Connect Real Estate. And my real estate team always advises our clients to use their senses, all five of them, sight, smell, taste, hearing, and touch. Call my team for a one-on-one consultation and top tips on how to prepare your home to sell. It's so easy to connect. Call me directly at 781-294-4848 or visit my website, bostonconnect.com. People often wonder what they need to do in order to prepare their home to sell. Hi, I'm Melissa Wallace, full-time realtor and team member with Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. And our team always advises our clients to remember, you never get a second chance for a first impression. Call our team for a one-on-one consultation and top tips on how to prepare your home to sell. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner and full-time realtor from Boston Connect Real Estate. And my real estate team always advises our clients to use their senses, all five of them, sight, smell, taste, hearing, and touch. Call my team for a one-on-one consultation and top tips on how to prepare your home to sell. It's so easy to connect. Call me directly at 
888-4848 or visit my website, bostonconnect.com. Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com. Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Boston Connect Real Estate's broker team. Myself, Melissa Wallace, Sharon McNamara, Mary Baker. And tonight, of course, we have Mark McNamara and Grace McNamara with us. <laughs> Grace McNamara. <laughs> Grace McNamara. If you want to connect with us or um, listen to any of our past shows, you can go onto your podcast app. It is Talk Real Estate, W-A-T-D. Um, our website for our past shows is talkrealestateradio.com websites. Um, our website for our office is bostonconnect.com and then um, we are always live on Facebook every Tuesday night. Um, you can go and find us on facebook.com slash bostonconnect. Um, we are currently Facebook live on Sharon Costa McNamara so make sure that you friend request her so you can uh, see us. Um, and what else? Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram. Boston Connect Real Estate on Instagram or you can follow our team Sharon McNamara and Broker Team. But I believe we do have a caller. We have Donna from Pembroke. Hello Donna. Hello. Hi, Donna. How are you? Good. How are you, Sharon? I'm doing good. What can we help you with tonight? Just wondering, interest rates, are they going up anytime soon? Okay. Or what do we think? Okay. So did you actually just write a, um, ask us that question on Facebook? as well yeah yeah all right perfect so you know what you did as soon as you did that i actually reached out to a loan officer and i asked him if he wanted to call in and um answer that question um so i don't know if he will call in but we did hear that interest rates were supposed to go up two times this year uh, but then i heard that there was a change in that and it's only going up once now so we don't have that sort of crystal ball uh, to sort of look into the future and see if they are going to go up, but we have heard that there will be another increase. But um, the thing is, is they're still pretty relatively mm -hmm. low. So it isn't like, I don't, it isn't gonna be like eight or nine or seven. It will probably be five and a half or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know if it would even go really? that high. Five and a half, wow. Yeah. yeah. What is it right now? So right now, I don't know. 4.375. Yeah. What is yours, Mary? Mary just had got a loan. Well, so I'm 4.5. So just my story, Donna, and this is just how unpredictable rates can tend to be. Um, so we were contemplating locking in probably, I would say, about two months ago, um, maybe beginning of February, and rates were really, really low. Um, that was right after the government came back up. So right before then, the, when the government shut down, rates kind of dropped, right? And right, then right. when the government came back up, my loan officer reached out to me and she said, oh my gosh, you have to lock in right now because they're starting to creep back up. Well, I kind of panicked. I, I locked in and turns out, uh, really right after I closed, maybe about two weeks after I closed on my house, rates started to trickle down again. So... <sighs> There, it's this. It's a constant moving target, and they change from day to day. But are we going to see major, major spikes in the interest rates? Probably not. They're they're they tend to kind of trickle up and trickle down. In from my experience, um, I don't know. Are you looking to get a new loan or refinance, or what? Are, what are your thoughts? It was going to be refinancing, but I think I got a much better rate than. Yeah. So, what that. is your rate right now? Um. What is it? Almost four. 
Yeah. So yeah, stay, yeah. stay, stay. where you are. Yeah, yep. that's right. the long and short of it. Yep. Yeah. Because no, but I was also thinking. I know my daughter. You know, at college. some point, she's hopefully going to be buying a house and. Yeah. You know, so I she'll be. Okay, we're going to end up going. I mean, when I first started looking at houses back in the 70s, we're talking 13, 14% interest rates. I don't oh, yeah. think we'll ever see that again. Let's but, hope um, not. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I just, you know, I wasn't sure where they were at these days. And um, I had heard, yes, they're going up, then I heard no. And yeah. I mean. And they won't shoot up astronomically. I mean, honestly, there was a time where um, Mark and I, re- when we refinanced our house, how long ago was that, Mark? Oh, God. God, that had to have been six years ago, maybe. I think it was more than that, wasn't it? I don't know. It was. I mean, it was when we owned Boston Connect Real Estate. I remember probably like eight because I was there. Yeah, and our rate is what two point two point like seven five or something. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. So it was crazy. Yeah. So we just happened to you know lock in, but that's the good news too is. If your daughter is thinking about, you know, purchasing at some point, right now is the perfect time. Even if it's a year or two years or three years, right now, like even Ryan, who our producer here at WATD, I had him go through a whole entire exercise with us just to find out where you are right now. What mm-hmm. do you have to do to improve your, you know, your credit score and things like that? And, you know, should you pay off your student loans or should you pay off your credit cards? And just to be prepared. But when you connect and align yourself with a really good loan officer, and we know quite a few right now that are just so good. My loan officer called me and he said, hey, I just want to let you know I just locked you in because he had all my information. I was like, oh, what are you volunteering me for? And he said, no, like the rate dropped. Like, I think it's like 2.375. Yes. 2.375. And I was like, I think I love you. I would literally (laughs) kiss him right on the lips if he was in front of me at that moment. So... Um, that's what she should do is really get aligned with that person. But yeah. I, so how, what do, what's um, the adjustable rates? I mean... Adjustables generally have a lower rate because they're going to adjust. So those, in my opinion, are sort of iffy unless you know you're going to be able to pay it off. Like if you did a five one arm or a ten year, yeah, ten one arm or whatever. um, If you know you're going to be able to pay it off, Mm -hmm. then maybe that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. She. I think they. Probably should go meet with you at some point. Yes. <laughs> well, and, that's, and get an idea of reality, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think that that is the thing. I think, like I said, I mean, Ryan, he's here with us and he's 27. And, you know, we went through this whole process and that was about a year ago, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, that was just that was just about a year ago. Yeah. Um, and it was te- it was tedious, but totally worth it. Yeah. And then, mm. how old is your daughter, Donna? Uh, she's... 25. 25, yeah. So it's yeah. never too soon Absolutely. to be thinking about those things. Ryan, what did you think about the process as a younger person? Oh, I actually really appreciated it because it, it got me um, realizing where I am financially and what I can do yeah. to... Uh, what I can do to approve, uh, you know, improve that rather to get myself or set myself up for a better financial situation when I, in fact, am ready to buy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, so okay. I, I've been working on that over the past year, and and uh, and hopefully, you know, it's a process that's going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to start looking in July. Actually, right? Is he- that heck yeah? Yeah. So that's that's the thing, and that real estate to me shouldn't be anything instantaneous. I told the story earlier when Mark and I, I was twenty four, Mark was twenty. We didn't know anything about anything. We gave a builder $13,000. By we, I mean Mark. And the, the builder left. Like, we had nothing. We are paying for a wedding. And, you know, and that was in two months. So 
it's really connecting yourself with a team who has another team of experts that will take care of your clients as much as you will take care of your clients. And it's it shouldn't be intimidating. And the thing is, is look how confident Ryan sounds right now is because he sort of went through the process. So he has answers. And we have the podcast. You should have her listen to the podcast with all the past shows so she can get familiar. Okay. All right. I will suggest that to her. All right, perfect. All right, well, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate your uh, the information. Yeah, no, Thanks, you're welcome. Tom. Anytime, and thank feel free you. to call us at any time, um, you know, if she wants to set up an appointment. The other thing, too, is um, I did reach out to a couple of uh, loan officers, so hopefully somebody will call us, and so if you're still listening, um, you'll get some better answers on the exact rates. Okay, great. Sounds good. Thanks. Right, thank you. Bye, Donna. Have a good night. Thank right. you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was Donna from Pembroke. And again, it's, you know, you're thinking about she's probably that sandwich generation too, right? Taking care of the parents, taking mm-hmm. care of the kids mm-hmm. and everything else. And I think my kids actually are extremely fortunate, our kids, because they've been in this business with me for 18 years, <laughs> you know? Yeah, true. Um, Very true. So, but Mary, I mean, even you. It was several years. Um, I had had conversations with loan officers several years before I was ever even remotely ready to buy. And mm-hmm. then when I got really, really ready to buy, it was still a year before I actually purchased. Yep. So it's, a, I mean, it's a process, but um, I think it's also good to be very knowledgeable about the process. I think that we should do a workshop in our office actually for that younger demographic and uh, would have Ryan there as like one of our panel members yeah. and he would come. And it would be really interesting because I think that it would be nice to let them know what you need to do to be financially ready. Maybe it isn't today. We're not saying buy a house. You know, these, you know, we have first time home buyer classes all the time, but I think preparing yourself financially to be ready to do this in five years. I think that's a great idea. Actually. Yeah, because I really do. 24, 25 year olds probably I'm thinking about it, but they're probably just getting their first job. Mm-hmm. You know, should we pay off our, you know, student loans? Before? What makes the most sense? Exactly. Yeah. I think that that's a really good idea. So we should look into that because the other thing is, I have to tell you, I mean, if you have you guys ever heard me ripping up my household mail? It's it's amazing. I mean, I know I shouldn't be oh, doing yeah, it. Yeah, I could yeah, probably I go to federal prison for it. But do you, you have a hand? No, maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one day I was like, rip, 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 rip. And I was like, I, li- I said, it is literally all that re- t- tearing you just heard was me throwing away credit card applications for the girls. Yeah, solicitations. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. I hope I don't go to prison. They said it was okay for me to do that. There you go. That's all, that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. So you're listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, Mary Baker, and Melissa Wallace. And we have Mark McNamara here with us tonight and Gracie McNamara, a little English bulldog. We're on Facebook Live, so you can go to Sharon Costa McNamara and watch along. We're also on all of the pages that we created uh, in 2009. I'm the founder of all of those Connect pages. So you can go to Marshfield Connect, Pembroke Connect, Dorchester Connect, Hingham, Duxbury, all of the Connects, Norwell. Uh, we have Ryan manning the phones, so <laughs> 781-837-4900 is the phone number here. So please uh, call, and uh, we will answer any questions that you may have. So um, I don't think that John Harrington is watching anymore. Usually he's watching, so mm. um, I just wanted to see if he would uh, call in um, to answer that about the rates. All right, turn your papers over. Okay. Ryan, turn your papers over. Turn your papers over. Okay. Um, no cheating. Um, <coughs> this is the fast round. Yep, fast round. I'm okay. scared. All right. I Mark. Feel like I'm on a game show. Mark, you're yes. first. MLS. Multiple listing services. Yay. So why don't you tell everybody what that is? 
No, no, no. I saw you do that. <laughs> Multiple listing service is the hub of where all real estate agents yeah. or realtors mm-hmm. will put their homes to sell once th- when they get them. Yep. Yeah. Um, so th- that has the most real-time accurate information that then mm-hmm. feeds out to those third-party websites like Zillow, Truly, or Realtor.com. Yeah. Yep. But it's not always... Uh, Zillow, Truly, or Realtor.com, they're not always completely accurate because they don't pull everything over from mm-hmm. MLS. So the mm-hmm. best way to get the best information is to have an agent set you up on MLS so you can get things directly from there because that's when you're going to get the most accurate Mm -hmm. information. You said it, Sista. Yeah, absolutely. And you can go to, um, what is it? Myhomesearchlogin.com and that's my direct VOW site, which is, I don't even know what VOW stands for, virtual online website. Online website through MLS directly. So you can go in there and I think you can just request to, to be in there and then we can mm. let you in there for sure and you can just uh, poke around MLS. It's not pretty by any means. No. But, it's um, archaic. Pretty it's but ef- not pretty but efficient. But efficient. Yeah. Absolutely. Mark, I, you're cheating. I'm not cheating. I'm not looking at anything here. Oh no, put that down. <laughs> Give me, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, y'all are a bunch of cheaters. Yeah. He was cheating. He was cheating. That's it. You get the next one and I'm going on the opposite side no, of the Melissa page. Melissa gets the next one. She cheated first. Um, okay. <laughs> Zip it over there. All right. All right. So <laughs> we're going to talk about some, um, let's talk about some, uh, you might not know this one. Okay. She might not know this one. Mary, mortgages. Okay. What is PITI? P-I-T-I. Principal, interest, taxes, and insurance? Yay! Yay! I don't don't pity your answer. (laughs) (laughs) So pity is when you do get a loan, Mm -hmm. um, that's what you're paying. So they call it, what is your pity? So that's your your payment. Your Your, principal and interest, right? Yep, principal, Um, interest. And then um, your taxes, which your taxes and insurance, which most 90% of loans now, most people opt to um, escrow. Mm -hmm. So roll in your taxes and insurance Insurance. so you don't have to worry about paying um, a bill to the town or a bill to your insurance agency. I should know that literally a month ago, Mary. Come on. I know. And when you You did know, you You did know the answer. Yeah. When you first um, get your loan and you're purchasing a new house, you have to have a year of your insurance paid up front. So you have to have an insurance binder. So those are some of the monies that you need to have. So we can do a show on that. Like what Mm -hmm. exactly do you need when you're Mm -hmm. purchasing a house? Um, Those are called closing costs. And, um, yeah. So anyways, and then your taxes, like Mary said, you're, they're escrowed in, but you have to pay two months up front yes. when you're closing. So those are some other monies that people are not familiar with. 781-837-4900. We have like 10 minutes left of our show. So Ryan is in the house manning the phones. If you have any questions for us, uh, please, it doesn't have to be about this topic. It can be anything at all. Uh, let's see. Okay. You ready, Mel? Oh, gosh. All right, Mel. <laughs> all right. This is the one I'm going to give you. I wonder if you know this one. Oh, come on. (laughs) Uh, She's going to know it. Yeah, she will. All right. Um, Okay. Um, Sorry. P-A-S or P-and-S. Oh, okay. So P-and-S is an ampersand, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, It's a purchase and sales agreement. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is sort of the second document that you have to be, um, you know, 
cautious of when you're putting in an offer. So the first is the offer and then you have a purchase and sales agreement. So when you're ready to sign a purchase and sales agreement, that means that you have gone through your inspection or you've sort of um, come to terms with the other party. Um, your attorneys have come to terms as well um, with everything in this document. Um, they can be very lengthy. Um mm-hmm. Especially, I think with the condo, isn't the condo longer? No, maybe. Um, But um, they pretty much have all of your terms for that purchase in this document. So that means that both parties have agreed to everything and Mm -hmm. and you're ready to move on and sort of get the ball rolling after purchase and sales. Um, And sort of fast track to closing. Awesome. That is it. Okay. Rye. I'm going to give you one. I wonder if you know this one. Oh, no. Okay. FSBO said like FISBO. We've said it so much, right? You should know Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. FISBO. Oh, I guess I need to pay more attention. FSBO. Finance. Nope. Nope. Mouth it to me, Mary. Okay, I'm going to help. For, I don't know. For sale. Sale. Buy. Mm-hmm. Owner. <laughs> oh, wow. For, for sale, sale by, by owner. owner. Yeah, for huh. sale by owner. Huh. And what does that mean? Right? <laughs> I love it. It means that uh, that uh, that a, a realtor is uh, not necessarily involved. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the person who owns the house is selling it themselves. Yeah, yes. Just like last week when we did <laughs> DIY or not. DIY or not. Yeah. The only thing we yeah. didn't say about do it yourself or not was sell your house. No, you never want to do that yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, statistically though, sti- statistically though, when you do mm. a for sale by owner, you are get you are not um, gaining as much money as you would if you would use the realtor, and that includes the compensation part of it. Yes. So now that's interesting. I have a um, I have a question because I saw someone post on um, on a public forum the other day asking specifically, um, are there any houses for sale in the area for sale by owner? Is there any benefit to that? Like what? Why? It that may have been a real estate agent that was looking to try to get somebody to list their home with them. Oh, okay, um, all right. Yeah, there's that a makes lot sense of then. yeah, a lot of different things that have been going on out there lately with agents calling and saying, "Oh, we have buyers for your house, and you know, do you want to list your house with us instead of mm-hmm. who you're with and things like that?" Yeah, I so gotcha. it might have been that. Um, the benefit, I, I think that people think the benefit is that they don't have to uh, compensate real estate agents. Um, But this is what we do full time. I don't think that they understand the capacity of the things that we do do, you know. Um, We can't legally talk about, um, you know, compensation rates or anything just because of... um, Fair housing. Fair housing. Not enough fair housing. Antitrust. Antitrust. And, um, but I just, you know... You just, whatever, that's another question. I can't talk about it. We could talk about FISBOs for a whole entire show, which we will one day. Yeah. Okay. So, Mark, HELOC. Oh, God, I had this one earlier, too. (laughs) Do you want me to mouth it to you, too? Home, equity, line of credit. Home Home equity, equity, line of credit. All right. We're going to move on. I thought for sure you would know that one. All right. So we're just going to do rapid fire rather than, because we only have like five minutes left. So we're just going to do a couple. What do they mean? We won't get into the long description of what they actually are. Okay. Okay. Other than one that I might. Um, DOM. Days on market. market. Oh, God. Sing sing me a lullaby, you guys. (laughs) Sing me a song on the piano. The harmony on that was great. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, SF. Single, single family. family. MF. 
Multifamily. <laughs> that could be something else, too. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, ACT. Active. Active. Okay. I'm going to talk about those other ones. BOM. Back, back on, on market. market. Yep. Um, SAM. SAM? Um, yeah. Oh, I know this. Uh, SAM. S- um, Sam. Sam. <laughs> That's all I got. Sam. Remember he spelt it out earlier? I oh. just thought that that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, but Sam. S-A-M. dot Horton. S-A-M. Okay, that was just me being funny. And it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. CMA. Comparative Market Analysis. Okay. NAR. National Association of Realtors. Wait, can you go back to Sam? What was Sam? It was just me being funny with Sam's name. I really was thinking of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mar. Mar. Massachusetts Association of Realtors. Yep. Did yours? Your, yeah, your the mic went out for some reason. Um, Relo. Hello. Um, relocation. <laughs> yep. Um, that's another thing, too. Like some people will say, oh, I, you know, if they're listing a home, like they only want to be with a company that has like a relocation department. Um, but th- it doesn't matter. Isn't like everyone. Relocating. Yeah, everybody oh, is relocating. Yeah. So um, it's only, you know, if you have a buyer and you're on the market, it doesn't matter if I had a relocation department or not. The buyer is going to find it. So uh, that's really so. The website to me. is national. National. I mean, no, the the online, yeah, online, online is, na- yeah. is national. It's worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. That's yeah, it's I mean. worldwide. So people can find you no matter what. Um, I'm going to talk about act um, contingent and under agreement real quick. And differences. Um, yeah, the differences between the two. So contingent is you have a house, it goes on the market, you get an offer, it's accepted. That's all that there is, folks. Right. Yep. So. Um, they haven't done the purchase and sales agreement. They haven't done the home inspection. Maybe they're doing a raid on test. None of that probably has been done yet. Under agreement is once you get to that point where um, you know they've you know had their home inspection, they've negotiated anything that they may have needed to negotiate between the buyer and the seller, and then we go under agreement after that. Yeah. And basically, what we're waiting for at that point is to um, you know get the commitment letter and uh, and all of that. So, um, so we um, I don't know if we've even discussed what our open houses are going to be this weekend, but um, I do want to put out there that we we have this awesome listing. Um, we have all awesome listings, by the way. Uh, but I have an awesome listing. It's an antique home. So if you love antiques, this is just a wonderful home. I feel as if it was actually, did you guys know this? It was brought from the Cape by horse and like, I don't know, carriage or something, but horse, horse and, and buggy, something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a big house, so I can't imagine it on a buggy or a carriage. So horse and whatever they were pulling. And it's beautiful, but the rooms are enormous in this yeah, house. great sizes. Aren't they? The bedrooms mm-hmm. are big and they have two closets in each bedroom. So there's a part of me that feels like maybe this house was of somebody of wealth. One of the things we're trying to do right now uh, with the Pembroke um, Historical Society is to put together an open house and have a historical um, history event at this house. So we will keep you in touch about that. It will be on a Thursday night and we'll have some nice appetizers and drinks for you. Um, So I'll let you know about that. But if you are um, a caterer, if you are teaching classes, if you um, want to become a caterer or anything like that, it has a huge industrial size kitchen. What size do you think that kitchen is, Mark? Oh, oh it's, it's gonna ginormous. be thirty by probably forty, maybe thirty by forty, minimally, with all 
in industrial equipment so it is perfect so um yes so if you want to see that we did an open house last weekend but if you want an appointment to see that uh you can certainly give us a call 781 um, and that's four school street in pembroke yes four school street in pembroke it's it's a very 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 nice house it has such a good vibe inside too it, it's beautiful it's going to have a brand new septic system put in too so whatever you decide you want that extra space to be over the barn uh for it whatever your business is yeah it will be built to that so you can give us a call at the office 781-826-8000 or you can just find us on bostonconnect.com and you'll get all of our cell phone numbers all right so we have a time for um well we have a couple other listings as well so copperwood do you want to talk about copperwood real quick when we have 30 seconds left yeah copperwood circle um you can go to livecopperwoodcircle.com and get all of the information about that but um we are there every saturday and sunday from 10 to 12 it's located off of birch street in pembroke it's a 34 lot subdivision right now we're in phase one which is 19 lots and i believe we have six lots available Mm -hmm. um so come on down we'd love to show you we have one model home to show you right now we have another model home that's going up um the foundation's poured and everything so that should be up in no time um yeah we'd love to have another house to show but yeah Great. And we also have uh, 39 Pine Mill mm-hmm. in Pembroke. And that is a very big cape, expanded cape uh, that is on the market for 729 It is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's mechanically updated. It has three separate heating systems. So it is a beauty uh, for sure. Uh, we also have a nice 44 house. 44 Hillcrest too. 44 Hillcrest, which is an in-law. We also have a beautiful home in Halifax with mm-hmm. a newer septic system. Uh, that's oversized. It was built in the 80s. I like to say houses built in the 80s were built when they really used wood. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, if you want more information, you can find all of our information on bostonconnect.com. And uh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, we so had fun. We, we should had do fun. like a whole little blog post Thanks. with all this stuff. Yes, we will. Thanks, Ryan, so much for um, manning the phones for us and participating. You are a trooper for sure. And uh, get in touch with us, bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Bye, everybody.